Climate change is one of the major concerns for all of us. And Greta Thunberg just gave a big speech at the World Climate Summit. We're all aware that this topic is all over the media all the time. And today I want to look into the question if blockchain technology is actually a climate killer or a climate saver. Have fun with this episode. Welcome to The Blockchain Lawyer, a podcast on technology and law. Dennis Hilleman is an accomplished lawyer with over 13 years of experience and a passion for creating a better future through blockchain technology, cryptocurrency, and other disruptive innovations. All statements expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the host and his guests only and are in no way legal or financial advice. And now, here is your host, Dennis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of A Blockchain Lawyer. Today, I want to go into a topic that probably touches and moves a lot of you out there, and it moves and touches me as well, and that is, is uh, climate change. We all probably saw the um, speech Greta Thunberg gave at the World Climate Summit, and regardless of what you think of her and on the whole topic, I thought it was pretty impressive for such a young girl to give like such a statement, I mean, I refer to the how dare you statement she gave. And that's why today I want to look into the topic if blockchain can actually help to save the climate. I wrote an article about that on Medium a, co a couple of months ago in July. Um, blockchain, climate killer or climate saver. Go check it out on Medium um, and follow me there if you haven't done that already. And uh, today I want to read to you the article and also give some comments on the article uh, concerning what has happened so far. And that is why I gave this podcast the title If, if Greta Would Like Blockchain, because that's not an easy topic. Um, the German government that just released its blockchain strategy, I made the last podcast episode on that, it underlined pretty much that blockchain technology must be sustainable. Like the German government said, okay, we want to look into blockchain, but whatever you do, make it sustainable because we want to prevent climate change. We want to save the world. And even in such technological fields, we must think in a sustainable way of the technology. And I like that approach. So here it goes. Blockchain, climate killer or climate saver. It's time to reduce our carbon dioxide emissions. But is blockchain technology one of the keys? To achieve its, its carbon dioxide redu reduction targets, the EU has undertaken under the Paris Agreement to reduce the greenhouse gas emissions by at least 40% by 2030 compared to 1990 levels. Let me just take a quick break. I mean, everyone who's reading the newspaper knows we're far behind on that topic. And like, especially Germany, even who's trying to undertake a lot, it won't reach these goals by 2030. And I think that's a very drastic thing. Um, as a fan of agreements, as a fan of treaties, of, of keeping loyal to, to um, contracts, I think it's hard to like sign such a contract and then not go with it. So probably it's best if something happens soon uh, on that topic. Anyhow, let's go on to the, the article. According to the European Environment Agency, the European Union is the third largest greenhouse gas emitter in the world after China and the US. In 2015, 
the energy sector accounted for 78% of EU greenhouse gas emissions. Joint migration measures are crucial, as climate change affects all EU countries, albeit not in the same way. The Mediterranean is expected to experience more extreme heat and less rain, while continental countries are in higher risk of river flooding and blood fire, uh, forest fires. The blockchain technologies are also energy dependent since the mining process as such requires enormous amount of energy. The Bitcoin mine settles in countries where electricity is cheap. However, many approaches demonstrate the compatibility of blockchain technologies and the fight to reduce carbon dioxide emissions and, as a result, allow the environment to benefit from the use of such new technologies. European and international approaches for reducing carbon dioxide emissions. The EU and individual countries launched a series of ambitious legislation and technical, con technical control options to meet its environmental objectives. EU ETS. The EU Emissions Trading System, which I from now will call on the EU ETS, was established in 2005. It is a vital instrument of the EU to achieve its climate goals. The EU ETS is specifically aimed at industry. It obliges more than 11 power plants and industrial manufacturing facilities to have eligibility in the form of emission certificates for every ton of carbon dioxide they emit. The system should create a financial incentive to pollute less. Comparing companies can acquire emission allowance through auctions, whereby the price can be determined by supply and demand. One of the peculiarities of a system is that some allowance can be allocated for free. It applies in particular to those sectors where the risk of companies relocating their production to other countries with less stringent emission requirements, that is the so-called carbon leakage. The current emissions trading legislation regulation will run until 2020. The envisaged reform aims to shape the future post-2020 EU carbon market, with the Paris Agreement pointing at a stronger cap on greenhouse gas emissions. The proposal provides for an increase in the annual reduction of emission allowance to be auctioned and boosts the prices. Oh, let me just take a, a quick break here. Um, you probably all followed, at least those from Germany followed the um, discussion on that. And the German government is actually heading that way too, but probably not in the way that many of us wished for. And so um, this is still a big topic that will that will have political discussions follow on a very high level pretty much soon. So let's go on with the article. Other areas of the economy. Other areas of economy that are not covered by EU emissions trading, such as transport, agriculture, account for almost 60% of total EU emissions. Emissions from these non-ETS sectors are projected to be reduced by 30% by 2030 compared to 2005, according to plan. This project will be implemented via agreed national emission targets calculated and based on gross domestic product per capita. It supports low-income EU countries. In the context of achieving these objectives, the burden-sharing regulation plays a unique role. The effort-sharing regulation lays down binding and re reduction targets for each EU country. Reafforestation. 
EU forests absorb the equivalent of 10.9% of total EU greenhouse gas emission each year. The EU wants to use this power to combat climate change. New laws aim to avoid emissions resulting from deforestation. Each EU country is obliged to compensate for land use changes leading to carbon dioxide emissions through improved forest management or afforestation. Energy money. One of the most recent national approaches of the achievement of European climate goals goes back to the proposal of a German political party Bündnis 90 Die Grüne. It wants to drive climate protections by increasing the price of carbon dioxide emissions when driving and heating. For each ton of carbon dioxide emitted, 40 euros will initially be due as a carbon dioxide emission price. The political party wants to return the additional revenue to the citizens by largely abolishing the electricity tax, which means a reduction of 6.5 billion euros. Each citizen receives also an annual energy money of approximately 100 euros. So let's now go into the question, can blockchain help to protect the environment and to prevent climate change? The blockchain technologies are energy dependent. Researchers argued that Bitcoin mining energy consumption contributes to high carbon dioxide emissions and might reach levels that could affect national climate change commitments. See, that is what I mean, just taking a break here. Like, we have to be aware that Bitcoin mining and other cryptocurrencies mining can have a negative effect on carbon dioxide emission. That's a fact. We shouldn't argue that. We should just be aware. It doesn't mean we have to stop. It's just something we should be aware of as of now. US researchers demonstrated the fact that cryptocurrencies had a lot of environment vulnerabilities in the journal Natural Sustainability in 2018. Another study was, study was conducted in 2019 in Germany. According to the results of a study by the Technical University of Munich, the use of Bitcoins worldwide causes around 22 megatons of carbon dioxide emissions per year, similar to large cities like Hamburg, Vienna or Las Vegas. When a Bitcoin transfer is executed and documented, a computational task must be solved by any computer in the worldwide Bitcoin network. In return, network users will be rewarded with Bitcoins for providing the computer power for their PCs. The computer capacity used to mine the cryptocurrency has risen sharply in recent years. Statistics show that it quadrupled in 2018 alone. In this respect, the digital currency Bitcoin is referred to as a climate offender. I know that a lot of Bitcoin fans won't like that idea, but we have to be aware of that. That's what I mean when I, that's what I had in, in mind when I wrote that article. Be aware of that Bitcoin isn't just good at all levels, it also can have an impact on the environment. In addition to the critical voices on the comparability of emissions and the latest technologies, including blockchain technologies, several researchers and developers of technologies in blockchain, in particular, see a way to accelerate the transition to a low-carbon global economy by replacing the traditionally centralized ones, opening up carbon markets to a wider variety of actors. As a result, several questions arise about the scenarios and use cases 
that could lead to a transition to a low-carbon economy through blockchain technology. Carbon dioxide trading. Emission trading systems can be mapped on a blockchain. In cap and trade system, certificates can be issued according to transparent criteria and subsequently traded. In baseline and credit system, it is possible to reward individual carbon dioxide producers for their emission reductions automatically. The blockchain can create a direct connection between energy production, consumption and associated carbon dioxide certificates. The strength of the system is that the blockchain technology can transparently map the documentation of certificate usage. The recording of the allowance takes place via a purely economic, unified European register, the Union register, under strict security precautions. The register records certificates and automated accounts. The trading of these certificates takes place in turn via stock exchanges, brokers, or over-the-counter, so-called OTC. The auction can take place either on a joint or separate national auction platforms. There are several marketplaces where the certificates can be purchased or sold. For example, the European Energy Exchange, the European Climate Exchange, or Energy Exchange Austria. The potential of this use case is to be rated as high due to the large trading volumes and the advantages and disadvantages of exchanges and over-the-counter trading. The company IBM has perfected this use case. For example, IBM and Veridium plan to launch a system that outperforms existing carbon credentials in speed and performance. The application based on the public Stellar blockchain is intended to ensure that emission certificates assert themselves. So far, the trade and allowance that provide for carbon dioxide reductions, offsetting the output of companies' industri industries, has been somewhat complicated. Not only have certificates for the production of renewable energy lost value over time, it had also been a, large, a, la a lengthy process to acquire it all. With the support of a system, the trade should be operated much faster and much more transparent. Switch blockchain. Switch is an ambitious project to reduce carbon dioxide emissions, em emissions around the world. In developing the plan, the developers took the overall trend. Currently, nations have renewable energy technologies and solar panels are no longer among the most expensive assets. The background of this project is the offer of incentives for producers and end users who are actively involved in reducing their emissions. The blockchain can be set globally, works in real time and is transparent and secure. The company combines blockchain and Internet of Things devices such as smart meters and other center-based instruments with each other. In result, it results in data on the emission of greenhouse gases or how much renewable energy was produced, how sustainable is the behavior and how much it influences the carbon dioxide emissions. At the heart of the system is the possibility of using the data in the big cities to get an idea of their actual emissions. It allows regions to identify vulnerabilities better and eventually to develop solutions. The platform is based on blockchain technology and therefore the system does not require a centralized inspection center or administration. 
Switch has designed the Open Oracle to evaluate and analyze the data. The algorithm uses machine learning and artificial engines. Drafting legislation and compliance mechanism to reduce emissions and support sustainability and efficiency project is an essential part of today's work to reduce emissions. Global climatic changes make this issue one of today's key concerns. The blockchain technologies require energy feeding, whereby their use can contribute to realization of the environmental goals due to a transparency and diverse application scenarios. All of the pilot projects mentioned here in this podcast demonstrate that blockchain technologies will play an essential role as a backbone for a world in which carbon dioxide emissions and credits can be traced transparently and reliably. Retailers will be able to sell a product while taking into account the associated emissions. Governments will be able to measure, track and act on emissions transparently. Consumers can thus understand the environmental impact of the product they are buying and millions of microtransactions can be scaled to produce a tremendous collective impact. So there was the article. And just like to my closing words, I think blockchain can help to reduce carbon dioxide emissions because it will make it transparent who and what will, uh, will emit how much carbon dioxide. And it can help to reward those who really are reducing their carbon dioxide emissions. So what I personally think is, regardless of the fact that blockchain technology needs energy to work, it can help because the central benefits of blockchain are obvious. It's neutral, so nobody can damage it. It's transparent and it's safe. Nobody can hack it. We know how it is. Uh, we know how it is with centralized system. And blockchain is decentralized. So considering climate change is a problem, not only for a few of us, but for the whole world, a technology that opens up transactions and transparency to the whole world is probably the best technology in this sector, at least when it comes to distributed ledger technologies, to help us to make it more transparent how we can reduce our carbon dioxide emissions. That's why I think we should look into blockchain technology also on the matter of sustainability and look into use cases that might help to help and prevent climate change. Let's discuss it. I hope you will be back on this podcast again when we discuss other things. And uh, by and in general, I think blockchain technology is really a tool to make a better world, also in the case of climate change. Thank you. If you want to learn more about Dennis, please visit his website, theblockchain.lawyer, or connect with him on LinkedIn or Twitter. Until next time, everyone. 